T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. The Parkins and Spiegel Show. If y'all ready, give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. We know that Jerry Krause is going to get booed. If I would have said to you Friday morning, they're going to put Jerry Krause's name and face on the Jumbotron mm-hmm. and say the name Jerry Krause in front of 20,000 people on a Friday night at 9 p.m., do you think some people will loudly boo him? What would you have said? Uh, I would have said yes, because it, it, it is widely thought that Jerry and Jerry pushed the dynasty out the door. And of course, the last dance, the last dance being done in Michael Jordan's production vision. Wait, what? Now, this is all going to be in my upcoming documentary, The Last Dunce. But like, here's the way I feel about it. Thanks for that, Speaks. Uh, you got it. Thank yeah. you for not not derailing me when I spit it out. But I want to make sure we circle back to it. But- We're going to bring that back, right? And pushed the dynasty out the door. Let's freeze it right about now. Go ahead and roll it. Of course, the last dance. The last dance. How, how about unless they're a war criminal, don't boo dead people. Not how it works. And George, even if gone. they are a war criminal, like when George Bush dies, George W. Bush dies eventually. I don't want to boo him. <laughs> I, Make sure you put those paintings criminal. up first. Yeah, put, put the paintings of the right. dogs up first. The decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq, I mean of Ukraine. We'd arrive at the practice facility. It's our first official meeting as a team. Get the team handbook, laminate on the front page. The last dunce. So I called it the, the last dunce. One, two, three, and here we go, Jim. Here we go. Here we go, Jim. Here we go, Tony. The Parkinson Spiegel Show, afternoons from 2 to 6 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. You know, after that last segment, and sometimes you do this job long enough, you're like, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't live on. It's not archived. It's like a movie or a, an article that can be easily recalled from the Internet. Like, are you really making an impact? These things can kind of just vaporize away these shows. And then this I, is a transient form of entertainment that we create on some level. Yes, sir. But then I see the text line and the number of people who said, that Jerry Jones is Uncle June. <laughs> I'm like, we've done something here. We've done something. We've done something meaningful. Yeah. Yep. Where we have found enough people to listen to this show to make the obvious connection for our Dave Wanstead mob family tree. That it's just, it's like, okay, we're making an impact. Yes. Yeah, Never had the makings of a varsity athlete. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes the dots get connected, and it it feels cosmic. In, in that way. So I think we did become a team today. It's just great. It's, it's, it really is perfect. Um, 
tonight will be a very special night uh, on on the score. It's a one-night special return of score overnights to honor the life of our friend, the legend, Les Grobstein. Mark Grody, the only person who should be hosting, is hosting the overnight hours, midnight to 5 a.m., to share memories of the Grobber, celebrate a Chicago sports radio icon, midnight tonight, right here on the score. And I saw uh, John, See the Greenberg. Guest list? Yeah, John Greenberg is doing Bum of the Week. Uh, at- I, I saw it last night. I got a text. I don't know if this is out of school, or, but uh, Schuster and Bruce uh, having a conversation with Grody about less, which, like, I may set the alarm for that yeah, one. Yeah, that, that's that's a must. Um, Adam Harris is going to be on. Cheryl Ray Stout's going to be on. Mitch Rosen will be on. Bruce Levine, Mark Potash, uh, Scott Grobstein, Kathy. So it, it, Grody's pulling out all the time. And, I mean, you got to leave room. you got to take calls. You got you got you got to just you know hear from the shirt third shifters and the night owls there. So yeah, you do, and and it it's really I mean Les was always part of such an amazing lineage of overnight radio hosts. Man, you know one of whom Mitch used to work for and Eddie Schwartz or like. You know, Art Bell. Did you ever listen to Art Bell back oh, co- in the day? Coast to coast I am, baby. Conspiracy yes, theories. Sir. Come on yeah. now. Yeah. Still listen go. to Art Bell when I need to go to sleep sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Art Bell, the legend. Right? And, and there's there's something magical about uh, about that gig. And I, I'm i glad we're bringing it back for one night. I kind of feel like it should be it should be here a lot. I w- I w- I, I, yeah, ab- absolutely. It'd be nice. It it'd be nice be, if it were. It'd be very nice. Um, it's Pete in Baltimore. What's up, Pete? producer told me about Harrison and my condolences. I don't even know what happened, but he told me that he passed. So my condolences, I always appreciated him and liked him. Did who passed? Harrison. Harrison. The producer, the old producer. Adam Did Harris, they... he's, he's working the morning show. Oh, and he told me last week that he had passed. I said, where's Harrison? He said he passed away or something like that. Okay, well, I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> He's dead to us. Yeah, but he was dead to less, and going to work for the morning show was a kind of death. It really is. Exactly. So. It's the death of a regular sleep schedule. In oh, yeah, that's what you're saying. For <laughs> sure, dude. <laughs> nice save, Speaks. You got it. That's what he meant. That's what he That's what meant. I meant. Exactly it. Takes years off your life. Everybody says that about morning radio. That's what I'm saying. All right. So this texter... From uh, back at the end of the two o'clock hour of the show, was calling us out, and he did not know it, but I saved it because it actually fit in perfectly with what I wanted to do uh, for at least a percentage of the of the five o'clock hour here. His text was, "Wow, you guys really have no self respect." Two months ago, you had your pants around your ankles talking about how Philadelphia was the blueprint for long term success in the NFL. I don't remember any pants at the ankles, but. I do remember us talking. You were at home, though, so we can't verify that's for true. sure. That's true. No, I, I, a lot of standards drop when I broadcast from home. Um, but And I don't even know about two months ago. I mean, like we've long talked about Howie Roseman and the strategy and everything that they've done there. But go ahead. But he is, he is right. They've been praised. Mm-hmm. I mean, after last year when they put up 35 in a Super Bowl loss – you know, we were talking about, oh, my God, and they have the draft capital, and they add Jalen Carter, and they've got the best GM. And, of course, you sign Jalen Hurts to that contract. And uh, they lost Jonathan Gannon to a head coaching job in Arizona, and they lose Shane Steichen to a head coaching job in Indy. But uh-huh. that's okay They're because it's this is one of the three best organizations. They are a pic- picture of stability. They've got the GM. They've got the coach. They've got the quarterback. 
They've got the star wide receiver. They got the star defense. They've got it all. And now Jalen Hurts' contract extension hasn't even kicked in yet. You're terrified of if he's worth more than $50 million a year and Nick Sirianni might be fired and their mm-hmm. defense is getting carved up. Flip side, C.J. Stroud. There was a huge debate about him and Bryce Young. And he comes in, and I think now, after that performance against Cleveland, maybe you disagree, I think he has to be considered best rookie quarterback season ever. There are you know, a few guys have thrown Ooh. for more yards. Herbert threw for more touchdowns. But won a playoff game as a rookie, youngest player to ever win a playoff game, highest drafted player to ever win a playoff game, did it with a rookie coach, hmm. did it for a terrible organization, younger than Mike Vick, all of these things. It's one of the most impressive. Jordan, yeah. right? Like, I mean, he, he's one, 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 of, one of the absolute best rookie quarterback seasons of all time in conversation for the best, for sure. Jordan Love, he comes in. First year as a starter. By from week eleven on, he is statistically the best quarterback in the NFL. Total touchdowns, touchdown to interception ratio, uh, expected points added, like advanced metrics, counting stats. He just goes into Dallas, hangs forty-eight, wins a playoff game on the road, a team that hadn't lost at home in two years. My question is basically one of sample size. What are we supposed to do when like Philly with Jalen Hurts does what they did and they full-on invest in it and everyone's like yeah of course of course that's the right thing to do invest in that quarterback invest in that coach that Mm -hmm. is of course you're set up to be the best organization in football like is it a cautionary tale for Houston or for Green Bay because there will be debate you said it yesterday is Jordan Love a top 10 quarterback in the NFC People are going to be debating, is C.J. Stroud a top-five quarterback in the NFL? Or you, you said top-ten quarterback in the NFL. C.J. Stroud, top-five quarterback in the NFL. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know anymore what – because sample size is normally a your sport thing. Because in my, my sport's the sport of variance. Everybody's supposed to be 500. You can yeah. go worst to first every year. <clears throat> there, it's so much parity and unpredictability that's baked into it. But, like, we talk about – paying these quarterbacks and the percentage of the cap that it takes up. Yeah. Dak Prescott just had the best year of his career. You want him to be 60 million against your cap next year? I don't know. Tua for like a few weeks was the MVP favorite. They scored 70 in a game. They had the favorite for offensive player of the year. One Mm -hmm. of the favorites for coach of the year. They're like, ah, I don't know if we're supposed to pay him. Like is the only guy you're positive that you should pay. Mahomes, you know, like, I, and I, I don't think the answer to that is yes. Like, I think I have no problem paying Herbert, Burrow, Allen. You know what I mean? I, my list is lo- Lamar. My list is longer than that. But, like, it is. It is a massive danger in this sport to pay what you have to pay for a quarterback. And, 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 and hell comes to breakfast 
for various franchises at various times. And, and, and it's and not just, just about the percentage of the cap, Danny. It's about right. the personalities involved and what they want and what it empowers and, and what they do. And so, so because there are a lot of different pieces to the puzzle. And, and, and I'll just, I'll, I'm just giving you present day examples from the playoff games that we all just watched. Yeah. But like, what about what? What lesson is there from Carson Wentz? That guy was the best. He was the MVP favorite. I don't think he was ever physically the same after those those injuries, and it got in his head, and the confidence was gone at, as well. I think in that specific situation. Okay, the, it, sure. He, he, so so, he, so he, he to got me, hurt. you're throwing you're throwing a lot of different things together and i guess it is your question about the financial implication or if it's about the specific situations i think we got to deal with those specific situations i I guess my point is is that like even one great season one mvp caliber season lamar won the mvp Mm -hmm. and it was absolutely a debate whether or not he should have been paid this past offseason and no team was willing to trade two first-round picks for him. Carson Wentz almost won the MVP in one season. We've basically never heard from him since. So I guess my question is, like, how many seasons do you need to stack together (laughs) for me to really be able to confidently say that you are great in this league? Well, I think there's a problem. I think the answer is probably infinite because I think what the things that you try to say, and not just you, but the opinionists out here trying to, to, to summarize this stuff, it too often does not take into account the context and specific humans involved in those situations, which can derail things immediately. And I think the Philly example is the best one to look at because as recently as two months ago, two and a half months ago, nobody would have seen this collapse coming. But then you know how it goes. Everybody around the league starts digging around saying, what's wrong with Philly? What's wrong with Philly? What's wrong with Philly? And now we've got kind of a consensus of what the answer is, and it's fascinating. And it's the freaking people. It is the leadership. It's why I, I, I jumped on that idea of leadership and the coaches' conversation from a couple years ago because it's clearly failed both that offense and that defense to have worked with their new coordinators, and they made one change, which was Sean Desai and Matt Patricia, and that didn't work, and there are rumblings that Matt Patricia was a bad guy in that process and said stuff behind Sean Desai's back to Howie Roseman. And if that's the case, it doesn't surprise you knowing what Matt Patricia has done in the past. But anyway, you've got dysfunction and failure on the defensive side. And on the offensive side, Brian Johnson calling plays for the first time as a former quarterback coach has fallen on his face after Shane Steichen was good at it, after they had other people who were good at it. And Nick Sirianni didn't fix that situation. He didn't step up and fix it. So the answer is... That when you pay a guy in Jalen Hurts who is great and deserves to be paid, he also then gets to tell you that my guy, my quarterback coach, is going to be the offensive coordinator, and he might not be very good at it. And all of a sudden, you have empowered somebody 
who then pushes for a choice that can get you in trouble. And maybe he's not Mahomesian enough to overcome it in Jalen Hurts. Or maybe because he's paid and empowered, you let him choose his OC, and that's not how it should freaking work. And then Nick Sirianni didn't bring down the hammer and fix things. I think that's the consensus of what's going on with the Eagles at this point, to the point that Troy Aikman basically hinted right at it last night. I mean, Brian Johnson's a nice young coach, but they, they got to work on what's going on here with these with these coordinators. I mean, that's saying it out loud, what's been going around the league now. No, you're 100% right about that situation, and that is a good specific thing. And obviously, I'm trying to tie this back to, to the Bears because the whole the, the thing is, like, the NFL, it really stands for not for long, right? It's what have you done for me lately? And I just – it's interesting to think about what this town – and I know I'd be guilty of it. If Caleb Williams next year did what C.J. Stroud did this year, anything close to it, right? If he had the 4,000-yard season, if he won the double-digit games, Uh and then he won a playoff game with three touchdown passes and no interceptions, you wouldn't be able to fit my head in through the door. I would be so happy. And then you would pay him no matter – you'd pay him and you'd pay him everything that he wanted, and you would need to be convinced that in year four, five, six, seven, eight, and beyond that he would give a crap as much as he might give a crap early on. And it's human nature for that to fall apart. Well, and the good thing about that, I mean, if it actually happens as a rookie, they they can't even talk about paying him for two more years. Now, right now, what are the chances that C.J. Stroud gets a second contract with the Texans? It, Mm -hmm. It feels like it's 99%, but I guess that's my point. What if it's not? Like, what if that, and not because of a character thing necessarily, what about because it's hard? What if it is an injury thing? What if it right. is a character thing? What if it is a money thing? What if it is a coaching thing? And it's what a t- if it what is if it's a or- timing thing with the coaches and the contracts that are up and the inability to find replacements? Oh, absolutely. Or organizational incompetence, right? It, it could be a mil- – like, the Mahomes thing is a perfect storm. He is – the most talented player we've ever seen at the position with one of the best offensive coaches in the history of the sport with great mentors with great supporting cast talent with a GM who has hit on a bunch of picks keep going uh, and the character there it is the the human drive to continue to try to be freaking great and stay healthy and give a crap all the way through, which we've seen from Mahomes, which we saw from Brady, which we saw from Manning, which we've seen from greatness, but not as many of the guys who've been paid actually have that. It's just, it's a, it's a daunting thing that, like, to me, of course you pay Josh Allen. Of course. It's not even a question. He had 18 interceptions this year. I, I know. And, and here's the thing. That's why you got to move fast. Like, I don't know that Josh Allen has that thing. We don't know that yet, that he has that character that you need to. He seems to have had a, a lot of good stuff in, in that regard. But if things are getting sour like they did with Ken Dorsey, you make the move. Bam. Make the freaking move. Sirianni didn't. And it screwed him up. I think Iberflus screwed up by not making a move with Getze. I think Iberflus and Poles screwed up by not trying to do something with that during the course of the year and see if there was more that you could learn about Justin. Because I think what they eventually learned about Justin on the good side was in spite of the relationship with Getze in in, in some ways. Uh, That's a tough argument to make, though, given that he played his best ball at the end of the year. 
Well, it, it, that's how long it took. That's how long it took. And well, it there was an happened. injury in there, too, though. I know, but it might have happened a lot sooner. I mean, that thing was, that thing was a disaster in the offseason and clearly the first three, four games of the year because of a, a, a really woeful disconnect there, whatever it was. Right. Yeah, I just – no, that, that's, that is definitely true. I guess I just uh, – this league that I love and watch and think about and study and talk about and get – it's the lifeblood of our industry in some ways and all that stuff. It's like, okay. So there is actually one example. Like there's one example where there's yeah. no buyer's remorse at all. In Cincy, Burrow's gotten hurt. That's bad luck. In the in LA with Herbert, it's been institutional incompetence all around them. In Buffalo, it they haven't won the big game. Mm-hmm. And uh now it's turnovers. And coaching they've three offensive coordinators in a couple of years right with Dable leaving and then Dorsey and now and now Brady like Lamar 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 is looking like maybe he'll be the second one you know got paid won an MVP they're the one seed like if he finally but he but he's never had playoff success right he's never but, had playoff success and well that's the other thing like, like have Lamar it, lose in the first in, in the divisional round this year and they'll be like oh my god can Lamar not get it done in the postseason? Well, you know, so look, clearly my biggest takeaway has become you got to be careful who you pay and empower. And then you've got to meticulously watch that situation as, as well as you can. But th- there's one guy who got paid and empowered that, that I, I don't know if people are going to sit here and say it's a failure and it's not a failure. And that's somebody who played over the weekend and lost. I mean, are we really... Are we are we saying that paying Dak Prescott was a failure when they just won 12 games for the third time in a row and he did lose again in the playoffs? Was that the wrong choice to do what they did? How high does the the floor of quarterback hell go? No, you no, know? no. I think that Dak he he proved me wrong. You know, I I I thought that Dak I didn't think that Dak had this production of a season in him. Because every year he was he, – look at the first, like, four years of his career. The numbers are all the same. 23 touchdowns, six picks. 23 touchdowns, mm. six picks. 23 touchdowns, six picks. Like, it's, it, they're, they're, like, shockingly identical. And then this year he was undeniably awesome. He threw for what, what, 4,500 yards, 36 touchdowns, nine picks. He was undeniably great this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't get it done at the end. And through, it was terrible. Through two picks, through two picks, and the and it should have been four. Yeah, he was terrible. He was he was he was awful. So I don't know. It's it's a it's an interesting like, and I think it's also part of the reason to bears it up. It's another reason to start the contract clock over. Because at some point you're gonna have to pay that guy, even if you're gonna have to just pay him something, and it's not for sure great. Yeah. So you may as well start it over to take another swing at it that has been a big part of how i got to where i got with justin is that you can't you 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 can't you can't pay that and hamstring yourself when you just don't know for sure that he's ever going to be what you need him to be other other lessons from the playoff teams and i got a caleb williams uh stat of the day for you it's parkinson spiegel on the score the parkinson spiegel show it's the tag team champions of the world parkinson spiegel afternoons on the score if you're not down with that we got two words for ya! Talking it through helps. 
I think I figured out what I was trying to do there. Speaks. Okay. Jordan Love is going to be the next Carson Wentz. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> I'm just trying to speak it into existence <laughs> and just make it make it out to be like, oh, you know what? There, there have been one-hit wonders before in the NFL. Yeah. What I saw, it doesn't mean it's sustainable. It doesn't well, mean that he's going to be great. Come on. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Well, I mean, they, they all have they all have things to learn. All the situations do have things to learn. I, I I do believe that something broke with Wentz, and it was the smallest, th- whatever whatever that injury was, that final one that made him not feel like himself and start to not trust himself. And then it's like, then once you get to know that guy and you hear about the guy, it doesn't seem like he has the kind of humility it takes to like really look inside and work on well, it and try to figure. Whoever was responsible for that situation there in Philly, mm-hmm. don't bring them here. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> I want no part of that. Yeah. Who was oh, that? Oh, but look by what he way. did with the replacement. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Doug Peterson. Yeah, was. that's your that's answer. Who it was. Um, uh, no, but you, to, yeah, the, the the Wentz thing, the the knock on him is also the, the stuff bucket was not overflowing. Yes, exactly. Which which can be a big problem. But like, man. There, there's, there was a lot to learn from those games yesterday. Do you see how many times that Maker, uh, Baker Mayfield easily beat the Blitz yesterday? I did. And then and Brian Baldinger did a really nice job of just kind of mapping out some of the easy Blitz beaters that were going on. It just made me want to fire Luke Getze again. But because like it's already been fired, I know. But there were no wide receiver screens, man, to get this done. Like there was, there was just some stuff where Mayfield was like, "All right, let me just back up a little further." Oh, there's my one on one. I'll just loft it up there to my one on one. Okay. Oh, it's right down the middle because that's where the pressure came from. Okay. All right. You know, it's just just so lovely. I just remember when Kurt Warner was so flummoxed after that Monday game against uh, against the Vikings with us, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't." I, there are other ways to beat the blitz. There are other ways to do it. That left a mark with me. Yeah. And as I watched teams beat the blitz in like pretty simple ways that were not wide receiver screens, I wanted, uh, I wanted to scream a little bit. So here I am, just screamed. No, I appreciate the screaming. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, not that we. I, my brain certainly doesn't work this way. Like I, I won't remember this wild card weekend five years from now. I might not remember it five weeks from now. But like, what do you think was the the defining thing. Oh God, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think it's Jordan Love kicking the Cowboys' ass on the road, dude. I think it's that is hard. it for Bears fans, anyway. Oh, that, for St- Bears fans, Stroud for the NFL, Jordan Love for Bears fans, Jordan Love for Bears fans, and also just like, I mean, Detroit winning in this division, and Green Bay winning in this division, and knowing full well that if Cousins comes back next year for the Vikings. That's going to be a really good offense. Their head coach and offensive play caller is good. They have thinking, Justin Jefferson. Was, you know, I was thinking about that. Like, so Kevin O'Connell is a very good head coach and play caller by all accounts. Uh, has gotten crazy production out of that offense for a stretch of time. Anyway, Dobbs looked good. He's always graded as one of the top play callers in the NFL. He's in the division. Dan Campbell and what's going on in Detroit. They're going to lose Ben Johnson mm-hmm. finally, thankfully. Uh, but obviously that team is in a spectacular situation. They've got a really good GM. They have a tremendous culture. They've got some really good skill players as well. Yeah, they're they're, they're going to be tough. And now there's Matt Lafleur, correct? Who is proving that Nathaniel Hackett? Maybe that's a product of Rogers. Luke Getzey, product of Rogers. Lafleur, an entity in and of itself, right? I think that if he's doing this with Jordan Love. And those guys have left. 
it's pretty safe to say LaFleur looks like a difference-making head coach. That's a tough spot. Again, because I know everybody is correctly, and we started the show with it, making the t- – the, like, man, you hold on to Matt Eberflus when Ben Johnson and Jim Harbaugh and Bill Belichick and Mike Vrabel and Pete Carroll and all these guys are out there. What about just – is there a path for Matt Eberflus – to be considered the best coach or the second best coach in his division that doesn't involve, well, he's carried by a great quarterback that they lucked into. How about the third best coach in, in his division? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, right? I mean, it's, it, how do you, well, I mean, I don't know if Kevin O'Connell, if he can lead men. I have no idea. I can't pretend to know that. I know that Matt LaFleur obviously can. The way that that team has rallied in the face of Rogers drama and now without Rogers drama. I mean, and, listen, I don't I, I've never been in a meeting with Kevin O'Connell, but I know that this year when Cousins got hurt, yeah. myself and many other people, uh, I just did it into the world's smallest megaphone first and pod subscribe rate and review. Uh, other people did it. We're like immediately like they should sell. Like, like they they should trade the Neil Hunter. They should they should try to bottom out. And he was like, "No, we're fine, uh-huh. and and we're gonna go make a run at this thing." Yeah, it's a pretty good job. They ult- they ultimately you know came up short, but they you know beat the Packers, beat the Falcons, beat the Saints. Like they went on that little run there before the wheels fell off with with uh, with Dobbs, and uh-huh. they showed some resiliency there. So. I don't know. I, I think he's a pretty good coach. Yeah, Jason Kelsey retiring in terms of takeaways from this weekend is is on is on the list for people. That yeah, uh, I, I, yeah. need to find need to find a center for uh, for the Bears as well. I've got I've got polls position ideas that are, that are that are floating around and percolating, but we'll we'll we'll, we'll hold off on them. Hey, uh, well, d- Monday Monday at three o'clock after the Super Bowl. Yep. For the yep. Friday, the Friday at three o'clock before the Super Bowl is the celebrity guest picker rapid fire Super Bowl prediction segment. Shane's favorite segment of the year. And then the Monday after the Super Bowl, yes, of course we'll be talking a ton of Super Bowl, but we will begin Bowl's position. It's very exciting. That is exciting. I uh, yeah, there's there, there's a lot of things that are that are percolating. You got a list? Have we started the master list? We got a of list. Bowls, yeah, of, of course. Bowl's position ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Off-season, off-season hypotheticals with two top ten picks. You're on that. You got buddy, that, buddy. I got twenty off the top of the dome. Okay. I, uh, what? Hey, fellas, real quick, let's go to our let's go to our list. Let's see um, how we did. Ooh, let's go. All right. Oh, 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 let's go. Let's go. Um, I, mean, just, I mean, think about it. We we could do one. We could do it all around the number one pick. We could do it around the number ninth pick. We could do it about trading Justin. Oh, I know. There's, There's I mean, just, I mean, we could do we could do position uh, of pos- need, pos- which is centers, which was like percolating for me. And so nine, 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 nine. Yeah, yeah. We got uh, we got. There's no. Oh God, just imagine shortage. if Frank Reich is here for his. If it's a third. I, I know you, that. Yeah. All right. What percentage of the reason that you want them to hire him is so that you can just have an easier in? So it's not just Flula Borg. For zero you, percent. For you, it's not zero. It is zero percent. I, I'm dismissing I've, your answer. It's not we've zero. We've got nine. We, we've, got, we've got to pick number nine. That's already a way in. Gets me in every day. Nine, 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 nine. I, I know, but what if they, they could draft <laughs> Caleb 
trade down from nine. Yeah. And, oh. then, and then, but if Frank, I don't want them to do that. Frank Reich is still here. In, I need in, nine. In, oh, yeah. In May, June, July, August. Like Frank Reich being here is longer than the ninth pick in the draft. Ah, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. true. Is, is there a, are there any free agent centers out there with the last name of Himmler? Is, is there any okay. any like that okay. out there? Okay. Did you see David Montgomery today Stop. tweeted? Da- David Montgomery today I just tweeted. Got the break signal after that uh, joke. Uh, of course he did. Uh, <laughs> that deserved a rim shot, but <laughs> thank you. That's okay. No, it didn't. Did yeah, did Shane. Jimmy Himmler is a terrific center for the Falcons, and I think he's going to be a free agent. Damn, I love Detroit, said David Montgomery. Damn, I love Detroit. Yeah, I guy's guy, yeah. Guy, got, guy got $6 million a year, scored a bunch of touchdowns, and won a playoff game. So I'd love it, too. The guys on this show who are really familiar with Detroit and Michigan are, of course, Shane and Chris, when they're not digging into the draft. That's right. They're just very knowledgeable on, on Detroit and its, its surroundings. Some car dealership in Detroit needs to hire David Montgomery and Jason Benetti and do a series of, like, road trip commercials of them driving from mm. Chicago to Detroit and just professing their love for the city. You know, this, That's uh, a free idea that's actually pretty good. I like it's that. not bad, right? Yeah, it's not it bad. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, you see what what snacks are they getting at different uh, different roads and roadside attractions and such. But you say go. Jason Benetti, yeah. You mean Illinois Sports Broadcaster of the Year, Jason Benetti? <laughs> I'm amazing. sorry, is that a typo? Or is it supposed to be Michigan? Or it's incredible for 2023, incredible. Shane. Yeah, uh, yeah, 2023. Last okay. year, he yeah. did work here last year. Yeah, congratulations to Kevin Fishbane. For Sports Writer of the Year. Sports Writer of the Year. And, of course, we'll now be covering the Lions for the Athletic next year. I don't start that rumor. But, yeah, that is that is some – wasn't good enough for the White Sox, but is good enough for the entire state of Illinois. I think I, I had a win today over the cold. It's Parkins and Spiegel on the score. The Parkins and Spiegel Show. It's been a long four hours. Afternoons on the score. It's cold, real cold. But your ass is going to be plenty hot when I give you a good hard butt whipping tongue. Two days ago, went to give the boys a bath. Tub. Specify you're talking about your sons, right? (laughs) Not just some neighborhood boys. (laughs) Yeah. My two sons. The boys could be me and Tanny. Went to give the boys a bath. They didn't like it, but it's my show. That's how I roll. And that's how we do it around here. Oh, man. True story. Sorry. Yeah, true story. I had a buddy who. Uh, I don't want to yes and this. I don't. I had a buddy who went on tour with a, uh, a fairly famous um, singer who used to uh, put pressure on the entire band to go and join him at a bathhouse uh, while on the road. And if you didn't uh, do that, yeah, John Vincent didn't, didn't go. No, if you didn't go along with him for the uh, for the Schwitz for the road Schwitz, uh, you were probably looking at not being on the next tour. Oh Just kind wow! Of how it is, it, is it Doc Julen? No, no, do not be smirched. I can picture you all in the shower soaping up and singing, and then someone <laughs> said, "Hey, we got to get this thing down on vinyl, huh?" I was just gonna say. Go ahead, Danny. You're showering say, the boys. No, yeah, you're you're giving your boys a bath. The water didn't turn on. Frozen pipe. Got to trickle. Got to trickle those yeah. faucets, man. I, I know. I messed up. Did you know? 
Yeah, I knew. I knew. And then you got to open the cabinets. We opened the cabinets, but this was a uh, it's like a shower tub situation. It's not like there's a cabinet underneath it. We got to open yeah. the wall for the showers during the winter and then re, re, <laughs> re-plaster re the in the spring. Yeah. Right. Which is no problem for you. Right. Okay. So it's been frozen, but like a little bit of water is coming through and it's, you uh-huh. know, like this pipe is going to burst. This is a huge problem. So bring the plumber over today. There is an equivalent on this tub to opening the cabinet door. The side panel of the tub comes off. Oh, yeah, sure. I didn't know that. This is an amazing discovery that I feel like I discover something new about my house every three days. You probably do. This is what life as a homeowner is 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 often like, is and, you're learning all this new and stuff. And so the guy came over, and he was like, listen, I can't reach the piping from this because, as Shane mentioned, it's behind tile and drywall, so that would be expensive. But I think if you take this panel off and put a space heater underneath here, it'll probably heat it up enough where the pipes will thaw, and you'll be good. I'm like, what an excellent idea. What do I owe you? He was like, 50 bucks for my time for showing up. I'm like, awesome. Amazing. <laughs> While you're Thank here, you. Yeah. could you build this enormous car <laughs> for my toddler? Seriously. We just, like, had a conversation <laughs> to make me feel a little bit better ab- yeah. about, you know, the 50 bucks on a per minute basis Amen. and ask him some other questions about advice on things. It there was are like, lots of, yeah. It was like, a, it was like different... a consulting fee is what it was. It's good. It's good. There are lots of different ways you could learn that stuff. Um, one of my first apartments in Chicago, it's school and seminary right over there around the corner from Sheffield's bar. Oh yeah. At, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so right over there. And I didn't know that I was supposed to leave the pipes on for a trickle. And so you wake up and everything's frozen and you're like, yeah, but I bet the toilet works. So you use the toilet. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Yeah. And then you try to flush the toilet and that doesn't work. And then uh, a couple hours later, your roommate wakes up and he's like, well, what am I supposed to do? You know? Yeah. You use the toilet. All of a sudden you're mingling. It's terrible. It's a tough scene. I just... So take this lesson today. That's a win. Absolutely. I just haven't felt like I've had a lot of wins in, like, the homeownership, like, manliness department recently. Yeah. And that pipe not bursting and that lesson being taught to me for only $50, I... Hey, man. These guys saw me get that call when Steph said that the tub, the faucet was working. It was big, huh? Smiling ear to ear. Good. Greatest moment of my day. That's outstanding. Spectacular. Well, he was talking about how he's worried, like, you know, that the pipe may have burst and like steph calls him facetimes him during the meeting but you should probably pick that up you know just in case one way or another so he presses accept on the call and you just hear yeah tub was running yeah oh, there you go. they needed a bath that's a huge win oh my god be safe there, be safe steph out there gives people. the boys a bath too <laughs> yeah well, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, hey. yeah it's it's you, not a her you'd, show you'd but. prefer that uh <laughs> So, what did we do today? We, we did a lot. We did a lot. We didn't talk to anybody. No, that's fine. We we uh, we, but we did a lot. We casted the the Jimmy Johnson, Dave Wanstead, Sopranos. We did family tree. Uh huh. That is all we did. Uh, and it was damn time well spent. Thank you to uh, Connor O'Donnell, Kevin Lapka, Twitch chat, video stream. Thank you, sirs. Shane Reardon, our executive producer. Thank you, sir. Chris Tannehill making us sound better than we are each and every day. Tomorrow we got Pat Manley and Joe Cowley on the show, among other surprises. Listen to Mark Rohde overnight tonight. 
honoring Wes Grobstein. For Matt Spiegel, I'm Danny Parkins. We are Parkinson Spiegel. This is the score. Um... Well, we didn't do much. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.